0: Lie. yeah, yeah, we gon' lie, hey, hey, we gon' lie, yeah, yeah, we gon' lie, yeah, yeah, we gon' yeah, yeah, we yeah, 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 we gon' yeah, 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 lie From the fifty yard line, we gon' lie From the fifty yard line, we gon' lie From the fifty yard line. Hello
1: What's up everybody?
0: This is Jared, the football genius, Burgess,
1: and Stephanie Wallace, aka the advantage coach.
0: And we are here with another episode of Feel to the Real. Yeah. Before we get started, I just want to say uh, thank you to you, Stephanie. I know you didn't know this was coming. You used to be (laughs) like, wait, what? (laughs) The people people at home that's watching, you know this right now. You know, we just had a whole conversation. Um, about everything under the sun yeah and this was supposed to be a surprise you know oh okay i just want to thank you because um it's a it's a very absent feeling to like not walking your purpose yeah and (laughs) yeah while i was kind of treading down that path you know before you and i met Mm -hmm. um the day that you and I met when we were at Lawrence's event. Yeah. Uh, shout out Lawrence. Shout out. Shout out connecting the dots. Connecting the dots. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, like it clicked for me and I just started going after yeah. whatever. And so, you know, um, I'm sure you don't understand the magnitude of how that sparked you know, wow. changing me. Okay. But, um, I, I just want to let you know that and I want to let you know on air. Oh. Because
1: I want to get your January. Yeah. Because I want to cry now. <laughs> like, oh, that's so sweet. Well, you know that we just talked about this before we went you know, on you know, about right. like it's just it was August when we kind of started these conversations. Right. We met before that. I think it was April. When March. they did March when yeah, they did yeah, the original yes. connecting the dots and then yeah, we yeah. met and we met came came back together thanks to Lawrence. Yes. In, to Lawrence. <laughs> in in August. And it's right. been amazing that yeah. we're here now at yes. this space in that short amount of time, essentially. When you yeah. look at it, it's a right. short right. amount of time, but this is how you know when God is in something. Right, absolutely. It, it goes like this. So I appreciate yeah. your words. It means, so you don't know how much it means to hear that. I yeah. need it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we need to hear that, you know, something we doing. Right. So I am um, eternally grateful. Thank you, sir. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Like, I, I you know, um, I just think about this whole process yeah. um, that we've gone through, like going from starting and meeting at the, uh, what were you we used to meet at?
1: Oh gosh.
0: Uh, the, uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Yep. Right, you know, there, right on, there on call. Yep. So we would meet at Dunkin' Donuts and we were trying to put this thing together and come up with ideas. And, you know, I had all this stuff in my head. Yeah. And I would tell you about it and it come like you're organizing and put it on paper. You know? <laughs> um, so I just appreciate all that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate um, how, how far we've been able to come. Yeah. Like even when I said uh, the whole idea of the podcast you were looking at me like uh what yeah.
1: <laughs> nobody wants to hear my voice right. that's what i'm thinking about huh
0: no but you were you were game too yeah you know what I'm saying? yeah like, yeah you know you had that brief moment of like huh? yeah uh. um but look we've been doing this for four months now yeah you know what i'm saying Since going yeah, on five yeah, right, right yeah right. Uh, all of the stuff that we said we want to do like even though some of it has come slowly like yeah. traveling around to the schools like, yeah you done so um yeah. i'm just i'm i'm excited to see what god has in store for my us. goodness it, you know <laughs> um, some days I, I i get discouraged um but you know we we, we talk pretty much every you know if it's via a text message we talk pretty much every day yeah every, at, at least every other day yeah um and so, even in the moments where I get discouraged, like I just know, like, nah, this is God's. Uh, yeah. This is this is God ordained. Absolutely. Um, you'll send to say something that'll be like, you know yeah. what, you need to kick it in again. So, <laughs> um, I, I just wanted to tell you, I appreciate you.
1: Thank you. I appreciate you too, sir. Thank all God right. for you, cause we'd be in trouble <laughs> yeah. if they was waiting on me to have all of like you got you help. Listen, Jared is holding it down on getting everything edited out. All of that, y'all. So that's on him. So all I yes. get to do is come here and sit. <laughs> and
0: as you can see in some episodes, I've been very trash at it. Whatever. It was like, uh, y'all didn't pause in the middle of the episode and ain't nothing happened. Right. <laughs> oh. So, uh, if you want to be an intern, oh, yeah, <laughs> feel to the real and Help us with this audio. Oh gosh. Hit us up at feels of the real at gmail.com. Yeah. Real talk. <laughs> that was a good segment. Yeah, 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 yeah. You did that. You right. did that. <laughs> uh, but let's get to who's really right. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna be really right on this. I don't think it's fair. People who have been telling me that Stephanie has won, except for Jameer. Thank you, Jameer. People have been telling Whatever. me that Stephanie always wins who's <laughs> really win. I just don't believe y'all. And I don't think it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: look, thank you all. I appreciate you all. I am mm-hmm. glad you see my side of things. No, like clearly, Jared is a biased. little off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's biased.
1: So, yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, this was a toss up. You
0: know, it really, it was, really
1: this is a toss up. Like yeah. it could go either way today, for real. Because I, so. I mean, I think you'll either love it or hate it. That's, That's what true. it is. Like, you know what I mean? You'll right. either love it or you'll hate it.
0: And I feel like everybody will have a an opinion about this uh, specifically, especially if you are like a a, a true basketball fan. Yeah. Um, And even if you're a sports fan, I'm sure you have on some level some opinion about Luke Walton. Hmm. So the question that we asked is, was the the Lakers' failures of this season Luke Walton's fault? Hmm. So clearly, I say no. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And obviously... Stephanie believes that they are. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna let Stephanie go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Um, for me, this is simple. Like I don't, you know, I didn't come with any stats. I was like, I don't want to talk about it from that standpoint. Right. Because I can say I love Luke Walton. I right. loved him as a player. Mm-hmm. I even think he's a good assistant coach. Okay. I do. I mean, the way he stepped up for Steve Kerr was unbelievable. Nothing happened. No, there was no letdown. You didn't see that it looked like it was the assistant being in the play. It just kept going. The machine kept going. But here I go mentioning the Patriots. But I feel like that was because
0: (laughs) all the time. We can't stop talking about them.
1: But um, I feel like the reason it worked, at that in that particular situation when he was with the Warriors was because you say Mark Jackson and I and, the, and, and it could just be that it was a system that was already in place. Absolutely. And so he just it's like Bill Belichick can plug anybody in and it still works. Right. I feel like that system was there. They right. were and that they were playing for their coach. He was right. hurt. Yeah. He couldn't be there. That's true. So they were I feel like they had some extra incentive.
0: And they were very talented.
1: They, I mean, let's not take you know how I feel about them. So <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, you know how I feel about them. So but um when it comes to the Lakers, so I feel like his his being put into that particular role. Okay. Was Dead from the beginning.
0: Okay.
1: why? Wow. Well, one, it's one of the biggest markets.
0: Yeah.
1: You went from little baby market, baby, baby market, mm-hmm. to uh, not only is it one of the biggest markets, it's like the Dallas Cowboys when it comes to sports. You know, true. like everybody loves the Lakers. This is this America's true. team. You know what I'm saying? So he went into a situation I felt like where he was doomed from the beginning. Because, first of all, I don't think he was really given the autonomy uh, okay. to to make it his team. Okay. You were you were brought here because of your legacy. Uh-huh. So we thought that it would work out. Okay. And we thought that, you know, we could just get you in here and it, you would look pretty. And we okay. could just kind of do what we want to do with you in that space. You know what I mean? Like, right. I feel like he was the puppet. The pretty okay. puppet that they put out because he was somebody that was, you know, loved by everybody in L.A. He played with the team. You know what I'm sure. saying? So, yeah, I mean, he's yeah. a legacy. Right. And so I feel like he was set up. OK. And so I but I do feel like on my other side of this, I am gonna say this as a leader. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a leader.
0: Attitude leadership.
1: He wasn't a leader. And then right. you can't bring in somebody like LeBron. Are you blaming LeBron? For I'm me? not. No, oh, okay. I'm just saying, but you can't bring somebody like a LeBron into West this. Strong. He has a. It ain't even. Mean, he, I don't think he's a bossy. They joke, they joke about this all the right, time. Yeah. I, I know he's passionate about basketball, Absolutely. but I don't think he's this dude who doesn't respect.
0: I, I don't believe that
1: either. I yeah. do not believe that he doesn't respect the coaches. Right. And so. But you got to still be a strong personality because he's a strong personality. And And so he knows
0: his stuff.
1: Yeah. And so you better come with it and you got to be willing to step up and say what you need to say to me or anybody else in this locker room. But you got to think about the people that he's had to coach in. You had Paul baby. You had to deal with LeVar Ball. Yeah. You had to deal with LeBron was Nick there when he was I mean, dead like i'm just saying it's some personalities
0: with, he had to deal with Draymond Green
1: dude not that kind of person when it comes to coaches he just Ooh. Draymond crazy on the on the court
0: Draymond look like he might be crazy off the court
1: i don't believe that he he had to play for Tom Izzo
0: this is true, but Tom Izzo is.
1: But I'm just have, saying. Tom Izzo, I right? know who Tom Izzo yes. is, but I'm saying That's he had to play coach. for Tom Izzo. Yes. So you were brought up, right? In okay. this, in this, in this particular way. When it came, you, like you didn't. I don't think. I just don't. I don't feel like Draymond is that dude who was a who would have been an issue. And even if he was, other people on that team was gonna handle him.
0: Right.
1: He wouldn't have still had to have dealt with them. Like he had to, and even he was on his back. He wasn't dead. So if Steve Carr had to make a, call, a phone call and get you straight. He still could do that. Yeah. So in this situation, I feel like he was just set up, and it was never good. He wasn't his leadership wasn't strong enough, not good enough, but just not strong enough to overcome what he had to deal with on all levels. This is the biggest stage you're gonna be on as a head basketball coach in the NBA. Okay. Coaching so, for the
0: Lakers. And so those things are the reason why you feel like it's his fault that the team wasn't successful. I mean,
1: you accepted the job. Yeah. Full well, full, see, it ain't like you ain't playing L.A. Right. So you already know, you know, you know, what's a Genie. but you know right. all these you people know, you know about to go work for. You know, you what's, know going what's going on. on. So you didn't come in it blind. You right. accepted it. And you didn't step up to the plate. So that's okay. why I say,
0: yeah, it's his fault. Okay, so here's why I disagree. Okay, and I think part of the part of it is you made some of my arguments for me. <laughs> okay, is, is that the Lakers before he even got there were a hot mess. <laughs> yeah, and, and not not really because shout out to uh, Max Kellerman because he helped me develop this argument. Oh, okay. I hadn't even realized that for the past ten years the Lakers have not won a playoff game.
1: Oh yeah, no, they've been trash,
0: right? Oh, so, excuse
1: me, but they have.
0: In comes Luke Walton. What, two, three years ago? Three, I think. Three. three years this was his third year. I think yeah. it was three. So, in comes Luke Walton, and mm-hmm. I and I agree. Like I figure, I I feel like he was the most talked about um, assistant out there, mm-hmm. and I felt like. Because he was the most talked about assistant and the legacy and the fact that he played for the organization, he had some familiarity with it. I think that it was a no-brainer for them to hire him. I still think that he's a really good coach. I do too. And I still, I think that this situation could have been a really good situation for him, especially with him getting LeBron this year. But a few things happened um, that were beyond his control. Mm Mm-hmm. He got LeBron, and that was great, right? But you yeah. get LeBron, and you get everything that comes with him. Yeah. You get the media circus, you get all of that. And while I feel like he was able to hold it together, you lost LeBron for what twenty games? Yeah. You were in the number four seed in the West mm-hmm. at that time mm-hmm. when LeBron went out. Okay. The time that LeBron, com- I mean, you know, the time that LeBron was out, you slipped down. Mm-hmm. You slipped down to seven, eight. And then you slide clear out of the playoff picture. Right. I think that alone was the reason for um, is enough of a reason to say this is why this season was successful. And not just LeBron. Mm -hmm. Lonzo Ball was out, Mm -hmm. and we can say we can say you know Lonzo Ball's contribution since he's been in the league (laughs) is very (laughs) minimal. But the one thing that he uh, he does really well is that he is tops in the league with. Uh, defensive win shares. Okay. So he he's doing he's doing an excellent job of playing defense on yeah. the other team team's point guards. Right. Now he ain't scoring enough points. He's not affecting the game on the off- offensive end like he's supposed to. hmm But once you get LeBron, LeBron's a LeBron's a point guard. He's a big point guard. Yes. You know, and so he he's not able to play in in the way. Um, that he was maybe accustomed to growing up or when he was at UCLA, mm-hmm. which is the reason why they drafted him. Right. You know, they looked at him as, you know, uh, kind of a Magic Johnson type point guard. Oh boy, okay. Now he needs to develop that Ooh-wee. jump shot. ooh Boy, you got a long way to go, yeah, Pooh. Yeah, nah, he definitely got a long <laughs> way to go, but the one thing he did do was he played defense, and you yeah. can see that the defense, uh, the team defensively, they started to struggle and they started to go down after Lonzo got hurt. Okay. Because LeBron, uh, you know, as much as I love him, he, he had uh, been a defensive liability. Oh, okay. For the team. Uh-huh. Uh For some time. Um, you also lost Rondo for some time. Okay. But to even rewind it back to the beginning of the season, a lot of, a lot of these moves, a lot of these roster moves, were questionable. People mm-hmm. felt like the the Lakers had LeBron, but they didn't have enough talent around him, mm-hmm. and so all of those are things I feel like Luke couldn't control. You know, the, the it starts at the head. It
1: does,
0: and you know there've been some reports about people feeling away about how Genie Bus is running the the. <laughs> um, I was about to say the program, but it's a more <laughs> the organization. More, the organization, I about to say yeah, it's a better work. word. Yeah, uh, the organization for, for for protein.
1: Yeah, and.
0: They're talking about how she employs uh, a lot of like family and she wants to keep that family mm-hmm, atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Lakers mm,
1: sounds are like, like somebody cool. else we know who cool.
0: 45. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you're talk- oh, oh, <laughs> talking about the Donald. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he just needs to go. Lord, <laughs> I'm sorry, this is we all topic, but Lord, oh, yeah. Every day I read something, I'm just like, why, Lord, what
1: you trying to (laughs) do? What do we need to learn so we can get it? (laughs)
0: Yeah. Oh, man, I hope we get it in the next year. (laughs) All right. (laughs) But no, so all those things I think are are reasons why I would absolve Luke Walton of responsibility for the season not being as successful as as it was supposed to be. Now, if we want to look back at uh, his first two years before he got LeBron, and say, well, you know, maybe that's an indication of like his level of coaching. I still think you would have to look at the amount of talent he had. Like, think about some of the roster moves that uh, whoever the GM was before Magic, uh, Magic got there. Um, they got rid of Lou Will. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They got rid of uh, what's the kid name? Uh, Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. Like these oh. are these are kid. They got rid of. Uh, What's the What's the kid that was That's an all star for Brooklyn. Um, he's with the Brooklyn Nets now. D'Angelo Russell. Oh, okay, okay. yeah. You mm-hmm. get rid of him. This kid is an all star now. Now him, I
1: see. Them other ones, I'm like, okay. Well, no, but, I mean, Ju-
0: Julius Randle, Julius Randle, <laughs> did a good job of taking over for Boogie Cousins after he left.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> Look, I'm just. Gonna-
0: Luke, and Lou Will is the sixth man of the year. you know what I'm saying, like yeah. Well, you know, have you, have you I you love Lou. No, I'm you sorry. See him the Warriors. Uh, the other, yeah. Like, uh, point yeah.
1: Comeback? No, I love now. You yeah. know, because he used to play here. I love right. oh, him. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. He's always the sixth man, in right. my opinion.
0: Yeah. But and I, I love his story about accepting that role. I won't, I won't yeah. get into it just because it, you know it's kind of off topic. But like, those are a couple of pieces where like that team would look very different right now if you hold on to those pieces mm-hmm. you know and I know I know a lot of it was for like okay we get LeBron but we gotta get some moves yeah, afterwards yeah. and so that right there is even an admission of like this goes beyond Luke because we intentionally constructed our roster in a way that would probably make us suck for one year mm-hmm. so that we can land two top free agents the following year
1: so let me ask you this if mm-hmm. this is their quote unquote plan right why fire him knowing that that was your you knew you were gonna suck so what about him if your plan was we gonna suck we just gonna rebuild around LeBron but we gotta just make it through this
0: right
1: why fire him
0: that's a part of the plan
1: firing him
0: yeah because if I'm Rob Palenka and I'm uh, if I'm Rob Palenka and I'm Magic Johnson Right? I, and I think this whole Magic Johnson thing, we're about to talk about it in a second. Yeah. I think this whole Magic Johnson thing came out of nowhere.
1: Yeah,
0: But if you're going to hire me to cook the meal, I want to buy the groceries. Mm-hmm. Right? I think you keep Luke Walton on mm-hmm. as a scapegoat for this season hmm. because you intentionally, honestly, you intentionally tank this season. Mm-hmm. right? Or, or the... You know, the plan was...
1: To. Yeah, because yeah, there was no fire anywhere yeah. with this organization right. on any level. Right. Even LeBron strangely seemed rather it's nonchalant about that this sounds, whole yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he would do... Oh, you're the, talking about
0: just, the, just at the end of the season with the firing
1: and the... No, injury. no, just the season yeah, period. Season. Okay. He, I mean, you know, he wasn't you said all the time how he brings the mop bucket. The Right. He he could have done the same thing.
0: Okay. But he chose not to. Well, no, I mean if you look at I just if you look at his numbers this year, you know what I'm saying? And the I think it was on par for a really good season. You think about in the past, like, the numbers he had are, like, MVP-type numbers. Yeah. Now, James Harden, Giannis, and is had like, a, a way better <laughs> way season. Way
1: better, yeah.
0: And, and I wouldn't have put him in the top five of the MVP race or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, he still put up MVP-type numbers. But to your point, though, I still saw, saw moments of disinterest. Yeah. Especially towards the end of the season where yeah. it was, like, kind of, you know, you, you see LeBron get fiery, like, listen. Yeah. I ain't missing no play. Right. But I, honestly, I think he understood that this was a part of the plan.
1: That's what I'm saying. That was my whole point. Right. I felt like he was in on it. Right. Like, right. okay, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna deal with this with y'all for this right. year, because you said you're gonna <laughs> right. do this. So I'm okay for right now. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Y'all decide.
0: Right. Because I'm, really, I'm really right. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say that very uh, early. Right. Every week somebody say, Nah, I think Stephanie. <laughs> I think there's a bias here. No, oh.
1: It's, it's oh, oh, okay. Well.
0: But this is, this was a good segue into uh-huh. the next topic.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> what's really going on should be the name of this topic right, right here like what's really going yeah, on? Uh,
0: cue to, uh <laughs> cue <to> Marvin Gaye. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, so we uh yeah. I, you I, know, mm-hmm.
0: I'm so we had look, we so we had had the meeting for the uh the podcast down at Alabama Mm -hmm. the day before (laughs) that news broke. And I think both of us thought to ourselves, like, do we want to replace a topic? Yeah. (laughs) And and, and add this topic. Yeah. But um, it's better late than never. Magic Johnson, before the end of the season, before the beginning of the, uh, well, before the beginning of the last game, decided that he was going to leave the Lakers (laughs) after a day after having a 3 hour meeting with Jenny Bus, now when we were talking about this I, we was thinking about making this out who's really right yeah. but we both were on the same side of this thing
1: yeah yeah i and let me just preface it by saying i love magic johnson yes i love him as a man i love mm-hmm. him as a businessman mm-hmm. i love his, i just love him But this was a sideways move. Yeah. And it was wrong on so many levels. In the way, the fact that you met with this woman for three hours the day before, but didn't say it to her then. Right. The fact that you did it in the media instead of having that as a personal conversation. And then the Mm -hmm. fact that you did it, like you just said, in the time frame that you did it. Right. It just... None of that, to me, speaks what I thought of Magic's character.
0: So, I didn't like the move either. I, I, I didn't like the move. But I think it's one of those things where... The, the, so, I thought the move was, was contrived. I thought that he thought this out. And he knew that after having that meeting with Jenny Bus, and he probably... Felt, and I don't want to do too much speculating, but he probably felt like he didn't have the amount of control that he thought he was going to have.
1: Oh, I know that was part of
0: it, and so he probably thought to himself, "Oh, oh, really? I'm mm-hmm. Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. like, and you don't get that far. You don't get to where Magic Johnson um, has gotten in business by making very hasty, very emotional.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. So I
0: felt like." I also feel like it's a part of a bigger plan, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the things that Magic was saying during the season, I don't think he even knew that it was something wrong with him. Just like the whole thing with mentoring Ben Simmons Mm -hmm. or having a conversation about, like he talked about he couldn't go see Mm D-Wade. I think that he can do a lot for the Lakers.
1: Not being.
0: Not being a part of the franchise Mm -hmm. and not being wrapped up in these conversations where he's getting fined right for tampering right and i I mean that's what he
1: said though yeah that was his reasoning when Uh he came out that was what he said and i absolutely understand that if that is that is his reasoning right i absolutely get it not being tied down and anchored down and having to watch what i say who i talk to like he's not used to that right He's used right. to being an encourager, and he is an exhorter. Like he yeah. has the gift of, of exhortation. Right. So he's always able to like encourage. He takes on these kids and these yeah. young kids, and like, hey, that ain't what you you know what I'm right. saying. He is one that will step up and do those things. Mm-hmm. And so for him, I think honestly, when the whole Nipsey Hussle thing happened, oh, yeah. and he couldn't congratulate Russell Westbrook,
0: right? Yeah.
1: He was like, okay, I okay can I'm done. It. Y'all can have it. Yeah, I'm I, mm-hmm. no, no. So
0: I, I think all of that led to the frustration, but I also think that, um, I think that he's going to continue to recruit to help recruit. Uh, that Lakers are his. Agents. That's his love. Yeah. That's his first love. So, uh, so he, he'll continue to do that, and he'll be able to do it without tampering, mm-hmm. you know, because he's not affiliated mm-hmm. with the organization uh, anymore. And I think you'll see the effects of this soon positive positive okay. because i everyone's been talking about how nobody wants to come play with lebron with the way that lebron spoke about how confident he was that someone wants to come play with him he i think he already knows who's coming okay and I, i'm not i don't even know I, I can't even at this point i don't know who would come play with him <laughs> but um i think that he knows that somebody's coming and i think thinking it's going to be somebody big. You know? Okay. Everybody's been Lord and mercy Kamai who could it could be? Oh. Um, but, but, I don't know if that's going to, I mean, that'd be a great fit. That'd be a great fit. Well, with
1: Kawhi's um, personality. See, I'm always about the chemistry too. Right. I'm not just looking at talent because right. people put talented teams together and they combust and team, all guys, the time so that is yeah, not that, it's got to be some chemistry too absolutely. and so I think Kawhi's personality fits yeah. well with LeBron. with LeBron. I agree,
0: I agree with that mm-hmm. I agree with that and I think that there's some other pieces out there I think that will really help the Lakers become the team that they're supposed to they was they were thinking of being but yeah. the, the franchise has been in shambles for years you yeah. know what I'm saying and it, it all started with that crazy extension that Jim Buss gave uh-huh. to Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Like that was a lot of money. And you really tied up the franchise with that. Like nobody else wanted to come there. You weren't gonna be able to pay anybody else like yeah. what they deserve, so.
1: Um, this m- reminds me of um, the Falcons before Arthur Blank purchased the team. The oh, Smiths yes, used to own yes, the team yeah. and they kept it in absolute chaos.
0: Well, that was they didn't wanna pay nobody. They were the reason why Dion left town.
1: They kept the team because of their own agenda. Yeah. yeah. So this is the bus. Genie bus has our own agenda.
0: Right.
1: And so, when you don't put team first, this is what you see.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When you don't act as a like you said, it's a true leadership thing. It right. Starts from the top. Yeah. And so, and I and so I have to believe that what you said is true. That he he already had kind of thought this out right. and and the way he was gonna do it. Um and I think that it was purposeful mm-hmm. that I I just didn't agree with how you did it, right. but I think it was purposeful because he wanted it to be clear
0: yeah
1: and he wanted people to question right He wanted to it's almost like passive aggressiveness yes. Like I want to, people gotta be wondering. Well, why would he do this uh, like this? At this point, and right? why would he? You know, uh, so it opens people's eyes to start looking. Like, right. what's really going on over there? Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't get along with magic, then yeah, doggone yeah. it. What's wrong right. with you? What's going on, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I just, yeah, that's gonna be one of those that I'm curious to see how wow, that shakes, shakes, shakes all the way out. Yeah, yeah. And just a question for you, because I read it, but I'm not sure, because I wasn't, you know, what I've been – I've been under the covers right. doing yeah. lots of stuff. Um, did Luke Walton get the job at, at Sacramento? They
0: said it's all but a done deal. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So he'll he'll probably be named as the coach maybe in the next couple of days. Okay.
1: I just was – I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you know a lot of people playing. Yeah, get, get him. Mm-hmm. We, we need him. Right. Get him. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: I think I think he'll work well. He went, but child. again,
1: young, small market. Right. You will You're not on spotlight, and you ain't got to No, yeah. and praise God, you ain't got to deal with Boogie. So yeah. Don't, so first, anyway, so
0: after, after Boogie had, had that, ter- like that terrible injury. I know. In I row, feel that baby. I do. I do, I do feel
1: bad for him though. Yeah, I do man, feel I, bad for him. Like lead this I kid. Like you, can't you can't not.
0: Like
1: Torn quad. Ooh, ooh ich. it just Jeez. does after, something to me.
0: Torn quad after a rupture to kill you. Yeah. I, I, I just man, prayers out the book.
1: Yeah, the, I mean, you blue. know, you say some crazy stuff, but I'm, I'm yeah. still, I, st- <laughs> I still <laughs> gotta say, say it. Say and do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm just you know, but pray absolutely for a speedy recovery, a full speedy recovery for you, sir. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Okay
0: right
1: mr rob whalen okay so this story yeah this story um i don't know how many of y'all if you listen you know that one of our huge kind of platforms i'll say that we that we do feel to the real for is because of mental health yes and bringing awareness to mental health and so, when I saw this, I said we had to talk about it. Absolutely. So, Rob Whalen. Yes. Baseball player. 26 years old.
0: Was he, uh, was he with the Seattle Mariners? Yes. Okay.
1: Yep. Played with the Mariners. Um, 26 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, just abruptly retired mm-hmm. after spring training. What, you're 26. What right. well, what what's that about? Why would you in the prime of your just walk away? Like I mean, you know, mm-hmm. he's been back and forth between AAA and he, and back in the big mm-hmm. leagues and all that. But nonetheless, you've had a career, right? Um. So the reason he walked away is to address his mental health. Wow. He said he felt like he wasn't really getting what he needed, the support. the support he needed. And even went so far as to say he felt like when he was honest about his, because I think he said he was dealing with um, anxiousness and depression, mm-hmm. which is seeming to become Sometimes a common, like, like a common hand in hand, hand. hand thing. Yeah. um And so he was good for him, transparent with the team about what he was dealing with. Because sometimes, you know, um I know from people that I personally um know, when you're in that space, you don't want you unmotivated to do it's hard to even get up out of the bed sometimes. Yes. And so he would go and tell them he was going through this and he wouldn't feel like pitching. Right. Um or playing. I don't think he was a pitcher. But um yeah, I think so. he was a pitcher. Yeah. But he um he said that that was the thing that kind of Really made me like, whoa. Because he said he felt like the team used that against him.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, wow. You know, you would think even in this climate that folks would be more hip or more understanding about mental health. Then. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, like, you see instances where it's kind of still taboo. Like, you'll hear a story about how Adam Silver, you know...
1: <laughs> Again, thank Adam yes, thank you, Adam Silver. <laughs> um, you'll hear a
0: story about him um, and what he did with the NBA by, you know, had every team having, like, some type of mental health counselor yeah. or, you know, yeah. um, some type of mental health professional. And you think, like, okay, like, the, the tide is changing. Yeah. Then you'll hear a story like this, and it's like, we still doing this? We still... yeah
1: shunning people and shaming, and shaming people. people like, like yeah and,
0: and you still see like even in conversations about mental health and I'm, and I'm thinking about conversations I have with my friends some of my former teammates where you'll hear about somebody dealing with mental health and some of the responses will be oh he ain't dealing with no mental health yeah. it's like, I, I do understand I get it that some people are going to use it you know in order to well that's everything yeah so <laughs> but but we st- we still have to have a critical eye not, yeah. and not be so like that's not the first thought that's right. not,
1: that's can't be the first like you cannot make that the first thought you have is right. like oh well they not really, they not really yeah. that that's that can't it's like saying our judicial system says that you should you're you're innocent until proven guilty prove but now right. it's it, you're guilty right. so you guilty until you can prove you yourself innocent, innocent. Right. and so it's the same exact issue to me like mm-hmm. you can't you can't do that to people and and so it speaks volumes to me about Major League Baseball mm-hmm. and where they are where they need to get to when it right. comes to this and being in a place in the space to address this because it is real And crazy, I can't even remember what I read what they said, how many so they were talking about how you know thousands of baseball players, go through AAA double a, all the different right. minor leagues right. um every year like they cycle in and out mm-hmm. and how many of them and how many major league baseball players um have actually experienced mental health issues right but nobody within the organizations right. nobody within major league baseball as a whole is yeah. addressing it
0: right and they spend most of their time like there at the facility,
1: you That's gotta that. think how long a baseball season is. One
0: hundred sixty-two
1: games. I mean, it, even in comparison to basketball, it's ridiculous yeah. Yeah. the amount of time that they are playing baseball. Right. And the t- like you said, spending time at the facilities or mm-hmm. on the road or all of that stuff. So yeah. I just feel like it's time. This is a a good time for. Um, I'm glad he did it and I'm glad he was willing to share his story because right. again expose it for what it is mm-hmm. don't 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 be afraid somebody's got to be the trailblazer right. somebody's got to be the one to say no this isn't right but this is what's going on and just be willing to take the brunt of whatever comes to bring the awareness so that something can be done so I hope that his his situation, his story—I know it's one of a bazillion, probably. Mm-hmm. When you really get down to it, right. is is a catalyst mm-hmm. to see Major League Baseball doing something to help these young men. Um, and I can't even imagine the ones who come from other places.
0: Right.
1: You know how you know you don't know their culture. You don't know what people of mental health, what those, what those cultures. Might think of or how they might view, you know, getting help for yourself, and so I imagine it's tough, but it's necessary. Sure, yeah. It's necessary. It's definitely necessary. It's necessary.
0: So shout out to Adam Silver for like,
1: yeah, you know, like recognizing the, the
0: flag for this thing because yeah, you know, I and we always talk about how much we like Adam Silver. Like, yeah, he's just such a progressive owner. He you is. Know? Um, I understand. Like, I don't know if you heard the reports of maybe we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, but. The NFL was trying to poach him from. Yeah, uh, yeah, you said Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, so, uh, nah. we see why. We see <laughs> yeah, why, but I don't know why.
1: if that's the place for him. Nah, nah. nah, 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 nah. That, that he'll get. If he'll get. Yeah. Right.
0: Because it's one of those things that they they will probably want him to to bend to their will. Yeah, puppet. Those owners. Yeah. Yeah. No. no. And that's what they got, Roger Goodell. Oops, did I say that? Oh. <laughs> I'm your puppet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, this story is a good segue into our on to the real spotlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Tooksburg. Yeah. Now, uh, for those of you who don't know, we always go back and forth about like who we think should be on to the <laughs> real. And, and I just thought this person right here, uh, when you brought him up, was a good person to choose just to talk about this because w- we just talked about, you know, the, the MLB needing to yeah. be a little more progressive in the idea that every team needs to have a mental health uh, counselor yeah a mental health professional yeah um and the cubs had one
1: yes yeah, so good shout out to the cubs for taking the taking the initiative and yeah. understanding and it could have been him mm-hmm. it could have been his, his at right. his at his request right. that they created they gave him this opportunity and created this opportunity for him but um bob Twarksbury. I can't say that name. I don't know why I can't get it out. (laughs) Tewksbury. Tewksbury. (laughs) I can't get it out. I don't know. Okay, Tewksbury. Uh,
0: The only reason I know it is because uh, my high school was one of the streets Near my high school, it's called Tewksbury. Okay. So, that's only... Oh, because I'm like, I can't, but yeah. <laughs> I was like,
1: what, what is it? Yeah. So, Bob Tew- Tewksbury, mm-hmm. former MLB player, um, but he is a certified mental performance consultant for the Cubs. Yes. I just like the name. Yeah, me too. A certified mental performance consultant. Right. I love that. I mean, whatever you need to do to make it work. Like, right. they, they gave it a name that sounded sportsy. Right.
0: And I'm sure, you know what I'm saying, well, I'm sure that the players, like, instead of uh hearing that the idea, like, oh, I gotta go to counseling, yeah. Go to therapy. Yeah. It sounds a lot more than, Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Your uh, mental performance. We right. work just like you work on your physical, we working on, on your, your mental. Yeah. Like I love it. Yes. I love it. And so he is a former um baseball player who said the same thing. Mm. That Rob Whalen said he wished that when he was playing, there had been something, somebody like, him. somebody like himself, mm-hmm. that was in place to do this work, um, to help these kids with their mental health. Right. And so he's uh, working for the Cubs, and yeah. um, he said he just, he just, he just knew after he he was like, as soon as I retired, I knew this is what I had to go do. He was like, I knew. He was like, as soon as he retired, he was like, I got to go find a way yeah. to help somebody. So shout out to you, yes, Mr. Tewksbury. I see I said your name right. <laughs> <laughs> because, again, being a trailblazer. yes, And, again, doing something outside of the norm. And for me, you know, I always say this. I um, People don't get involved with things until it affects them personally. Mm-hmm. So I love that he took the proactive approach to this to say opposed to me wallowing in it or just complaining about what didn't happen to me right. or what didn't I didn't receive, let me try to go do something about it. Right. So that's why for me, on top of the mental health piece, why I felt like he was a great on to the real mm-hmm. for us because we talk about people finding purpose right. we talk about people having purpose outside right. of the sport that they played mm-hmm. and so sometimes god will send us through things right for somebody else right and so his his journey has absolutely been a demonstration of that Exactly. it's been a demonstration of that and so that's for us like everybody didn't have to go through something awful in order to find purpose that's not what i'm saying Right. but whatever you find to be passionate about outside of the sport, that's where you're, you need, that's, your perp- that's where right. purpose lies for you. And so I'm just really, you know, like, it just really touched me. That's yeah. all I can say. This and story, just, it this, touched yeah, me. This,
0: this was a good one, especially since, you know, both of us are so passionate about mental health and, yeah. you know, players just, you know, seeking that therapy and, you know, yeah, um, getting that mind strong and understanding that this isn't a weakness. No, you know, good it, lord, it, it's, some, it's something that you you know you need to to definitely explore. But it's not a weakness, you know. It's so, like
1: something happening to your body, right? It's no different than an injury, right, to your body. You just got an injury in your head. Mm-hmm. You just need to take care of it, right? Do what you can do to make sure you're the best you you can be.
0: Amen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's all it is to it. So, I, so I'm, uh, you know, I'm onboarding with a uh, organization right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that um, I love that they said to us was um, because they encourage the people who are going into this field mm-hmm. to seek um, regular counseling. Oh,
0: wow. Okay.
1: Because you need to dump. People dump on you. You, you need gotta, to be able gotta, to you dump. Gotta you got to have somewhere to dump. And so that's what the the analogy was. What would you do with your car? Don't you take it every three months to get the oil changed? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. You gotta, get gotta get that service in. You just need to get taken just tune up, get it, get it right, right. get it all the way performing mm-hmm. at its top you know, top level, so you can go do what you do. Yeah. So I hope that somebody heard that. Yeah. If you out there and you struggling mentally with something, don't feel like you gotta be the hero or the hard person, and hold it to yourself, mm-hmm. nor do you not. Nor do you have to feel like you're less than because you have this going on. Right. Just go take care of yourself. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Love yourself enough yeah. to go take care of yourself. Absolutely. Period. I'm sorry. You no, know. nah, that's
0: good. We good. That's Boy, good. I'll be getting <laughs> on my soapbox <laughs> <laughs> with <laughs> that. I'm sorry. <laughs> All,
1: right. All right.
0: Now, you chose this feel-good final thought.
1: Y'all, it sounds like I did everything. Oh, well, yeah. Stop <laughs> it, Jared. Maybe <laughs> yeah,
0: sometimes I I come to our production meetings and i just be like, I got one topic. <laughs> I'm a reader. Uh, did you, and so Did you even look at this at sports at something <laughs> this week? Nah, dude, we, oh <laughs> like, God, that's funny. We, you usually had the best topics. Up.
1: Oh well, thank you, sir. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: especially like because I I didn't have a feel good final thought or I did a feel good final thought this week. Yeah, but when you told me about the story about Michael uh, Greller,
1: man, um,
0: <laughs> I, I thought we had to talk about it. And
1: oh when, my God! When we
0: were talking on the phone the other day, you were you were talking about how uh we we typically do football, basketball, you know.
1: Yeah, it was, it was good mainstream. Yeah yeah.
0: yeah. yeah, we had it was good to have a change of pace ahead. have yeah. A baseball player for once in a this week and someone in golf. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about Michael Grummett.
1: Oh man. So y'all, literally I get chills every time I think about this dude cuz yeah. I just love this. This is such this yeah. is such a feels good story. Really so he was a 6th grade um teacher. Um, sixth grade math teacher. Yep, to, yep. Okay, it was math. I was yeah. I didn't want to say it wrong. So he was a sixth yeah. grade math teacher, who loved golf, mm-hmm. and he um was there was a, a golf tournament, the the uh, junior nationals that were going on mm-hmm. like in the at the at the golf course near his house. Yeah, in Seattle. Washington. Seattle, mm-hmm. and he um, so he went. To, you know, obviously watch the young and -and up-and-coming talent that was out there. And while he was there, he saw um, one of the young men carrying his own bags. Mm -hmm. And so what he did was he told, he went up to the young man's parents, and he told them, tomorrow I'll volunteer to caddy for your son because he's here golfing. He shouldn't be carrying his own bags. And so the next day, he um, caddied for the young man, mm-hmm. and he stayed that entire tournament with that young man and caddied with him that entire time. Matt Savage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he ended up, um, Matt Savage ended mm-hmm. up connecting him to another Junior Nationals mm-hmm. uh, young man. Ooh, oh, I want to say it's. Justin Just Thomas, Thomas yep. Yeah, yeah. no, I no, was no, about yeah. to get it out, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he he got him with Justin Thomas, and Justin Thomas he caddied for him for a while, and right. then Justin Thomas, everybody's paying it forward. Like right. this is a good dude. Ooh, I'm gonna let somebody to else, right. and so ultimately he gets to Jordan Spieth. Yes, and he this was 2012.
0: Yes,
1: when he started caddying for Jordan Spieth, and he. Um, only caddied for him for a short while. Originally. Yeah, original. Originally. Yeah. Originally. He only caddied for him for a short while because he was like, I love what I do. I'm going back to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go back I and be a be teacher be, now. A like, teacher. I'm, uh, yeah, okay, because that's what I went to school for. And uh, so he went back to work and his wife um told him, like, bro, like, you're going to miss out on, like, you'll be, you'll be, so you'll regret so much that you didn't take this opportunity because Jordan had been reaching out to him apparently like I still want you to caddy for me and he was right. like nah I teach I'm okay right. and his wife was like uh you need to go grab go go better do what? okay get <laughs> better, that mad bag and let's go <laughs> <laughs> so he went and he um he he said he just took the leap of faith right. um and he went and he started caddying for him and they've been together ever since yes. And I just love this yeah. because one, it started with such a humble, a humble like gesture on his part. Yes. Just this, this kid doesn't need to be out here caddying yeah, his, his own bags.
0: bags. So. I, and I think the crazy, the crazy part about that, sorry to interject. No, you're good. the crazy part about that is the parents were trying to pay him. Yeah. And he was like, Nah, no. I'm good. Yeah. Like, and and I think that's such a lesson for um, like kids nowadays. Like every opportunity isn't going to have a paycheck that's attached right. to it. That's right. But you still got to you know give it your all and that's go right. into it with the, the right mindset that's because right. you know on the other side of that rainbow it might be a pot of gold.
1: You don't know what God has for you. Right. Just do it out of the goodness of your heart. Absolutely. And watch what God can do is basically. But for me for this. He even, I mean, he's been to the Masters twice. Yes. Like, his life has completely changed. Because yeah. apparently it's not, it's it's a pretty decent job to yeah. be a caddy. So.
0: Oh, it's more than a pretty decent job. Oh, okay. I, I saw. Okay. That uh, a teacher in the state of Washington, um, after 15 years, they make something around $77,000. Mm-hmm. Um, they've estimated. Golf Digest has estimated that Michael Greller is making somewhere around three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars a year. Where's
1: my bag, so sir? Needs Hello. To a bag, Where's my bag? I'm short, but we'll I, make it work. I, I it. Let's go. i will carry Woo, that bag, baby. Yes, it's amazing. But even yeah. even the story about him and Jordan, yeah, like like that was beautiful enough. His his kind gesture was beautiful enough but their bond like when he won the masters the first time the first person he thanked was this guy michael grella was the first person he was like i would not be here without him because he's been like that person i've wanted to quit i've wanted to give up and he's Mm -hmm. always in my corner even in the losses they showed like when i was watching this on on I can't remember what I was looking at, mm-hmm. but they showed like these pictures of the yeah. two of them when Jordan might have lost yeah. and he's still there with his arm around him mm-hmm. and just holding him up. And just like Jordan said, because I think he's like 17, 18 years yeah. older mm-hmm. than yeah. him. And so he's mm-hmm. like, it's like having a mentor and a, and a uh, best friend right. all in one person. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, wow, That's yeah. this story was just, I just was so touched by his, I mean, look at what, I just loved it because I see it as like such a demonstration. Look what can happen if you do the right thing with the right heart. Right. Because he could have been a jerk. like,
0: yeah, give me some
1: money. And you know what I'm saying, parents, what if he had taken the money from those parents? That kid might not have recommended him to, you get what I'm saying? So it's just, it's such a fine line to walk, Mm -hmm. but it's so necessary. Because look at, I mean, and we know money isn't everything. And for him, like, he's comfortable and that's good. Right. But he's, he's so, I mean, he has a room dedicated just to Jordan stuff in right. his house. Yeah. So, you know, the love, the bond, the, that I think is for him the thing that is so important. Right. Like, great, I'm making all of this money. But that bond, right. that having that relationship with this kid that mm-hmm. I have such an influence over. Right. Like, wow. I just I just loved it I'm yeah. sorry I loved it <laughs> I loved
0: it well we had a, we had the end of another uh, episode yeah and this one uh, this one was really cool you know just to just to think about like before we started you know I, and I, we talked about it briefly in the beginning but just just to reflect on how long we've been doing this and yeah. just uh, <laughs> it's been it's been a, a, it's been tough to be consistent <laughs> just thinking about all of the things that you know we got to do. Like uh, we were just talking about how you had to come all the way here. Yeah. Uh, shout out to to Northwest uh, Library. Yes. Um, here in Fulton County, county, um, for uh, they always let us use this room to to do our podcast. Yeah. But you having to come all the way. Oh. Let's, yes. Uh, we we, we, we got, gotta. Uh, yeah, yeah. We gotta we show our shirts. shirts. Yeah, yeah. Those of you are, who are listening, you can't see this, but look at the YouTube video when yeah, it comes yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we got our shirts from. F and w. w, F and W
1: designs. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Name on the back. Hello. What? what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, just the you know the work we've had to do to to keep consistent with this thing, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I just, you know, applaud the both of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. For being able to uh, to to stay consistent and to keep our. Eyes
1: on the prize, so to speak. Yeah, we we're, we we're, we try to operate this in excellence. Absolutely. So that we know that whoever hears it, if you, we we pray before we start, yeah, because we want to make sure that we are saying, doing, being who God wants us to be. Right. So you all get what you need out of this too. Like yeah. we get out of this. Right. Absolutely. We love doing what we do. Yes. But, but we want you we want to get you to something, get something out, out, of well. out of it too. So. so.
0: So we will see you next week. Yeah. Peace. And look, this is our first time. Well, we did the live, and we put that right. on Right. Oh, yes. This Please the, talk about it. This is the first time you guys get to see us uh, in yeah. our element. Yeah. Uh, where we uh, pretty much, for the most part, over the last couple of episodes, with the exception of the one before we went to Alabama State, mm-hmm. uh, we did the apartment. Uh, but where we shoot at and um, where we... Uh, have just been convening that for the past couple of a couple of months Months, yep. yeah
1: this is where this so, is this our home away from home to do what we do yes yeah
0: but check out our youtube channel um actually if you're watching this you probably already see it unless actually i'm gonna take a clip yeah i was gonna go, say you're gonna right. do it yes. yeah 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 promotion <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but check out our youtube chain, channel uh feel to the real You can type it in. um and you can check out all of our clips
1: Oh my gosh! I'm so excited yeah, about this yeah, we, show. We're
0: we gonna have you know visuals each week for the most part now, so yeah, for the most part. yeah, yeah. But uh, peace. See y'all later.